Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You know, I mean, uh, um, about to, we always talk. I always, you know, talk about your musicianship and all that stuff. And you know, over the weekend, I guess it was last uh, this weekend, we lost mm-hmm. at a really terrible tragedy in, in in the world of jazz, your world, when uh, the uh, exceptional young drummer uh, Lawrence Leathers uh, died mm-hmm. and actually was murdered. murdered. As, it, as it turns out, man, um, you know, I guess there's this long legacy of, of particularly jazz musicians and suffering these kinds of things, but. Did you know him, and sort of what was what was your reaction when you heard that he had died? Um, yeah, I, with Lawrence, I, I unfortunately we never worked together, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but we knew each other, you know, mm-hmm. through the scene. Um, we see each other a lot at Jazz and Lincoln Center, um, and Smalls he would play at a lot, um, and he went to Juilliard, so he's probably mm-hmm. like the first class of musicians that went to Juilliard. Cats like Aaron Deal, John Batiste, who, as you know, is the musical director of uh, Stephen Colbert, um, Michael Dees, and all those guys, you know, great players. Um, but, yeah, Lawrence, um, you know, he was a, he was a, he had so much energy, you know, mm. great spirit, swing, just his swing was so killing, you know, like his time. And he's a Grammy-winning Drummer, he was on both of uh, Cecile mm. McLaurin Savant's albums uh, that won Grammys, you know, for best vocal uh, jazz albums, mm. and he was the drummer on those records. So, how wow. um, he was like 37. 37 years old, thirty seven, very very young, and and it's just it just pained me when I heard the news because first I thought it was a suicide because on Instagram he said something like, um, you know, goodbye y'all, it's been real, like to that. You know, I'm not saying it verbatim, but mm. so when was that? Uh, that was uh, Saturday. It was like Saturday when that that post, and that was his last post on his Instagram page. And um, then we come to find out through all the news reports. We don't know how accurate the reports are, but we come to know through the news reports that he was murdered. That was a love triangle mm. um, between a woman that was older than him uh, that he had something going on, and it was in his building. Oh, in his yeah, and um, and then there's a gentleman that was much younger uh, that was supposedly involved with the woman, and they were both involved, mm. and because he had an argument with with the woman, and then the um, the the guy uh, strangled him mm. supposedly, like in the report. So it's wow. just it just made me sad that that situation. That's how he went. That's mm. how he goes. And, and, and it just thinks back of like, you know, the tragic jazz endings, you know, like you, you haven't had many, I mean, well, you have King Curtis, King Curtis, who was killed mm. on the stairs of his brownstone back in the seventies. Well, yeah. King Curtis. Mm. And then of course, Lee Morgan, who was shot famously, and yeah. killed by his common law wife. And just this, this is one of those tragedies, mm. you know, one of those tragedies. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you think of the, of the music and you think of, you know, peace and all that. But I mean, you know, but I guess there's always sort of like the nightlife and that, but you know, just to come to this kind of end is just, mm. uh, just really terrible. So. Yeah. Very sad. And, you know, his life taken away and, and a lot of people love him and a lot of people miss him. Mm. You know, so. yeah, already. Yeah. 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 Where, where are you? Playing, by the way, what, what's your uh, uh, what's your schedule like? 
next because we can't have, we come out on the on the uh, the circuit right the, the summer circuit. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, indeed. So where, where are you going to be playing? Yeah, I'm going to be um, over uh, Dizzy's Club Coca Cola Jazz and Lincoln nice. Center with Christian McBride's big oh, band. Nice, nice, uh, nice. June 11th through the 16th. So that's coming oh, up. Great, great. Uh, that's going to be that's, that's going to be great. killing as always because we're always at Dizzy's every year. Yeah. Um, and then this is a great place for anybody who oh who's yes. ever been there. It's, it's really a great place. That's my second home right there, Jazz and Lincoln Center. Oh, mm. It's just amazing. You know, amazing club on the fifth floor. Yeah, 60th and Broadway. Columbus Circle. Mm-hmm. In, in the center. Park South. Yeah, really yep. great. Yep, absolutely. Really great. And uh, I, I have a website that just uh, just finished, and it's live now. Nabate Isles, N A B A T E I S L E S dot com. So, nice. so, so if we want to know where you you are, you just yeah, absolutely. Yep, and ask and yeah, that and and also information on the album, eclectic excursions. People could click on you know Amazon or mm. or Spotify or title or iTunes or whatever. And so, I don't know if people know, but the introduction to our podcast. Is is a is a cut or it was a portion mm-hmm. of the cut, right? Yes, sir. Uh, laid back the instrumental, yeah. That was uh, blessed by the great MC rapper Elzai. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Elzai and also Jordan, who's a Toronto-based singer. He sang okay. the hook. Um, you gotta have so, him on. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Toronto-based. Yeah, that's right. And he play and he played basketball for the Canadian. Like he played, he was serious with the Canadian young, the youth teams, 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, so I'll I'll have Jordan on. Yeah, he would love to be on. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here, you know, we've, uh, you know, we've been filling time, but here, of course, is uh, the great Jamal Murphy who's coming in. Hello, everybody. I kind of liked it last week when you said uh, soul brothers and soul sisters. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports Bros Pod uh, here in Manhattan on the West Side with uh, two spectacular co-hosts. On my right, the great Jamal Murphy, who's been stuck in train traffic. Train traffic, Ooh, awful. Man. You just have to come to New York. Just to, yeah, it's almost like you're not really a New Yorker until you deal with yeah. that. The two, the two, three wasn't uh, cooperating. Mm. The red line. Mm, the red line. Yeah, that's uh, terrible. Were you coming from Brooklyn? Uh, no, just downtown. Wow, Wall Street. Mm. And of course, across from me, the great. Nabate Isles, Nabate, what's happening? Oh, everything's blessed. <laughs> You're yes. here. Yes, sir. You got here <laughs> from Brooklyn, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Brooklyn Heights. Taught some trumpet lessons. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So. Cool. Indeed. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a lot to, to talk about. One of the challenges, we're, we're recording this right on uh, Wednesday, the day of uh, game um, three. So by the time our loyal listeners hear this, Okay, let's 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 do this. By the time our loyal listeners hear this, what will they be talking about, uh, mm. Jamal? And and relative to Game Three, what okay. do you think? That's that's good. What do you think they will be? Are, are we, they will hear us talking about uh, when they listen to this? I'll let Nabate be wrong first. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wrong about Auburn. Uh, no. <laughs> about who? Auburn. Hey, your final four. Oh, he, went yeah. way, he went way back. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so that raised but what were you last right about? We had to go way back then. Well, I gotta figure I gotta figure out what I'm right Auburn. But it, yeah. They didn't even win. No, but making the final four. <laughs> Come on, man. That's a scratch. Right, right. I'm talking about the, the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I was right about Virginia. Well, I was right about Super Bowl too. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, but uh no, but seriously, um I think uh, Clay. I see Clay. I don't know what the report is about Clay Thompson now because it's about six forty Eastern mm-hmm. time, but I see him trying to play tonight. I see him trying to play. 
um, not playing many minutes, being very limited, uh, and I see Steve Kerr maybe sitting him down in the in the second half, and and I see Toronto winning by double digits tonight, really for sure, like by by twelve, thirteen. You know, it will be close throughout the game. The Warriors will show a lot of heart and everything from that standpoint. But Steph Curry having to do everything on his own, Toronto's really going to focus in on him, and that box one. Defense, you know, that was deep right there. Everybody was deriding. Okay, so you You so you say uh, people are going to be talking about how Toronto uh, won by double digits, Mm -hmm. uh, took take a lead in the series. Yep, and uh, and and uh, and uh, Clay was injured. No, 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 no Durant again. No Durant. Okay, all right, Murph. What do you think? Uh, Let's see. Um, I, I'm gonna say I, I'm, I agree. I think Toronto will win. I don't. I don't. Be wrong. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> about double digits, but um, you know, the last report I saw is that Clay, that they, that Golden State, the coaches and the brass would prefer him not to play, but that he's begging the coaches and staff to play. That's that, that was the report or whatever. Um, you know, but. I, I will be fascinated if he doesn't play or if he plays a little bit. I, I am fascinated by that boxing one. That was that was great. Brought me. It was like I haven't. I've never seen that in the pros before. I've I've only seen it in college and mm-hmm. high school and and CYO back in the day playing boxing one. So that was that was fascinating. That was an interesting move by uh, Nick Nurse. Um, of course, they still lost and they did. Dollar was wide open. Yeah, but yeah, but it, I mean it worked for a bunch won. of possessions. They should have won Toronto. Yeah. They they had they weren't making shots. You know, and then that eighteen zero run was the difference. Unfortunately, yeah. it's also it's know? also the as as Bill you've been saying it's like that heart of a champion thing. Like like Golden State's been there, done that, and they showed that in game two. They came through, they they got the buckets they needed to get. They came out. You know, Clay did his thing in the first half. He showed he was ready to go. He's he's played in big games. He's he's played big in big games. Um, so they came through, and I'm picking Toronto this game. But you know, it's a, it's another toss up game. Well. Leads to my point. I think what people are going to be talking about was how we got hustled again. All this talk about like we got rope doped. We got rope doped. <laughs> oh, they're hurt and everybody's injured. You know, Clay Clay Thompson will score like twenty five points. It's possible. You know, Curry scores four. Some other four, You know, and and what's the name? Golden State wins going away mm. by like fifteen points. You know, everybody. Well, what I thought everybody. You know, you set yourself up for these heroic. Things. Oh, what we got? Because look, now all of a sudden these guys, the, the three-time defending champions, are suddenly underdogs. Yep. Right. What's going to happen? I said, Oh, here we go. I've written this story. Mm-hmm. You know. Then right. tomorrow, people are going to be listening. And say, Damn, man, they even won by fifth. And so and so came out the bench. And so, you know, and miraculously, uh, 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 Clay Tom gutted it out. And blah 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 blah. And blah 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 Bo- blah. Boogie Cousins showing Boogie up. Boogie couldn't yeah. score forty-five points and mm-hmm. blah blah, and they're up. Now they take a 2-1. Uh, two, one. Two, two, one. So that's what I think people are going to be talking about. The miraculous Lazarus moment for, for, the, <laughs> for, for Clay Thompson and the Gold State Warriors. <laughs> How, my goodness, they came from nowhere yeah. and all that. And the bookies, if you, if <laughs> no, you guys bookies. are betting, bet Golden State. Whatever it is, <laughs> it's, I think, I, you know, I, I look at these things. I, I pay attention to the betting lines. What, what's the line? Uh, Four-point spread, Golden State favored by four. That was a couple of hours ago last I looked. See, they're still um, Golden State's favorite by four. I would take. I like that Toronto bet plus four. Yeah, even if they lose by one or two. So you take winning. Toronto. I would take and Toronto. So, 
as a betting man, I would take Toronto. Do we do we say Clay, do uh, do we see Clay Thompson doing a Willis Reed? You know, walking out like if he has to do a Willis <laughs> Reed, he better up. he better sit his ass out <laughs> and wait for the next game. It's that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, but that's what well, Willis they scored make... two and then begin it. You know, yeah, Clay not, getting two three pointers. It's not game seven yet. <laughs> Save that for game seven. Yeah, but that, I mean, it's the whole thing. I'm listening. Oh, I'm begging him to uh, begging him to play. Please, what is it? Please let me play. No, <laughs> you know, come on, man. This I don't say about this today. You know, or Kirk Gibson. Remember Kirk Gibson. You remember that well, but he oh, was yeah. really. I mean, exactly. He was hurt. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I just don't know because you know it's the whole thing with Drake and all that. How this whole thing <laughs> has become just so show business. Like you talk about the intersection, really the collision of entertainment right. and all that. And so all this, you're not feeling. You're not you, feeling. Drake? All this is just real. I mean, not, this is you, not real. Did you're you not feeling them? Drake. Did you huh? see them yapping at the end of game two? Clay was talking why he was like having his hamstring taped yeah. up. He was talking trash with Drake, him and Katie. Katie was like, Yeah, we'll see you at the bay. We'll see you. And Drake was like, Ah, And then they were looking, they were waiting for him outside the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they were talking. Yeah. I'm like, but the guy now, now Clay's not supposed to be able to walk. Exactly. But yet he's peeking around the corner to be able to talk smack with Drake. And I'm like, I mean, could you imagine? Because I asked, I asked Wayne Embry this. Uh uh, I, I interviewed him back in um uh uh, Toronto. You got to educate the the uh, uh, Wayne Embry. Yes, Wayne yes. Embry. Uh, Wayne Embry. Okay, for those who don't know, mm-hmm. Google it. E M B R Y. But Wayne Embry was the first African American to be uh, to become a general manager in the NBA in 1972, mm-hmm. and then in 1996, I think he was the first black man to become a uh, president, team president mm-hmm. in the NBA, which yeah. is pretty recent history. I mean, yeah. you think of, you say 1935 or something. Mm-hmm. Embry is 82 years old now. Yeah. And uh, well, we could talk about that a little later because I was asking him um, about, you know, okay, yeah, in 1990, whatever, you become the first team president when he was at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Fast forward 25 some years later, there's still only two. There's still only two black Steve. presidents. Steve. And his perspective, and again, that's why I thought that as, as he explained where he's coming from, that progress is often a matter of your perspective. So now for him, 82, he says, shit, man, when I came in the league, there weren't no black players. They were like, there were quota systems, and it was awful what we had to go through. We couldn't stay in the same hotels. And yep. I mean, I mean, the idea of having like a black executive, we was just trying to, you know, play. So now you look at, now you see players wearing I Can't Breathe t-shirts. You mm-hmm. see team presidents, a lot of head, black head coaches, assistant coaches. So from that perspective, it's like we really made problems. From my perspective, it's like they're not enough. I mean, the league is eighty percent black, and blah blah. But my, my what I asked him though, kind of getting back to this Drake thing, I said, "Man, how do you? I know you. You know, he's now an advisor to the Toronto Raptors." He said, "I said, I don't know, Wayne. I know you can't really say anything, no, but in your day, because he was a jazz guy, I said, would would like Miles be like at the thing, like cursing out the head coach, or would like Billy Eckstein or something be like, you know, like cursing out Bill Russell? Or I mean, there's a certain amount of." He said, yeah, he just kind of looked, yeah, you know, listen, I mean, this, you know, <laughs> this is where we are now. And, and you know Miles and Ray Robinson, Sugar Ray Robinson were best friends, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, so, I mean, with Miles so being. So kind of like that, what Drake is to players, yeah, except good friends. he is, it's clearly, Miles would be watching him fight. He wouldn't mm-hmm. be like up in his up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if, if Sugar Ray was fighting Jake LaMotta. Right. You know, Miles wouldn't be in Jake LaMotta. They say, Jake, you bum! Right, no, not at all. You know, but well, sim- well, it's similar they, to, they, to Spike <laughs> Lee. Spike Lee did the same kind of stuff. But it was, it was Spike Knicks. really that bad? 
Oh yeah, yeah. him and because Bra- Reggie, he well, made, Reggie Miller, he inserted made, himself into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, and uh, and yeah. that game five, Reggie was doing some like very vulgar right. things uh, towards Spike, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, kinda, so, <laughs> so he just, pissed him off. Yeah, he pissed so he, Reggie off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so Spike kind of <laughs> set the tone. Yeah, Spike set the tone, <laughs> and Drake just. And I still get like and Jack Nicholson too. Yeah, Jack Nicholson, was, he, you know? was he terrible? Oh yeah, he's he's he would say things very subtly to people. Like oh yeah, he was a major trash talker from what people were saying. Like at the Laker games, you know, with his voice and you know, because he's only one persona. That's right. it. Jack Jack just you know, unless he's acting in a film, but he's just. Like this, yeah, you suck. <laughs> uh huh. Whatever. Yeah, you know, like like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, mean, yeah I don't I, have a problem with Drake. Drake, is Drake. You know, you like it. I mean, I, yeah, but yeah. As far as like you said, the entertainment uh, aspect of it, I don't see it being any kind of problem. It only adds to the series. Mm. It only adds to the intrigue. If you, you know, if you, I mean, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a huge, huge Drake fan. I think you know he's good at what he does. Um, you know, so he's, he can be annoying at times, like as as a you know just watching the game. If you're not, especially if you're not rooting for Toronto, but I mean overall, you know, it just adds to it the trash talk and all that stuff. It's good. That game one was killing, wasn't it? Like when he wore uh, Stephen Curry's uh, yeah, uh, father, uh, Del Curry, Del and, Curry, and they showed a, a video on Twitter with Del seeing that Del and oh, and, and his wife seeing that, laugh, and he know. laughed. Yeah, and Drake looked back with a smile, like kind of kind of diffused a little bit. Right, so what, right. what are you gonna say? Are you wearing my jersey? Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. That, like, it was yeah. They totally were having fun with looking at each other and laughing. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but I get it because it is it's all entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And I think old school, like in 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 Embry's generation, you know, his nickname was the Wall. Mm-hmm. And if you see him now, you can see he still looks like a wall. Yeah. He's still like a big guy. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I can, you know, I can, I can get it. And and I was at, I was there for um, uh, first two games, and it was a great atmosphere. I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was a great atmosphere. But let me you talk about hard to watch. So I really look at uh, Kyle Lowry. Mm. It's become a little hard to watch. I mean, like the whining, yeah. the crying, the flopping, the cr- begging for calls, and I mean. I'm the like, bad man, shooting. Just, the, just come on, man, really. Just, and, and then Ooh. I could kind of see now with him and DeRozan, you know, like at least with Kawhi, his exact opposite. You right. almost feel like Kawhi want to come to him and snap, slap him. <laughs> I said, man, can you just play, fucking play basketball? Yeah, right. You quit with the flopping, quit with just play well, the flopping, basketball. Well, the flopping helps. You know, that <laughs> but helps it didn't help. I mean, when you keep begging for calls, yeah, yeah. not getting and he, and he fouled out. And he fouled out yeah. on a stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst. When you have five fouls, you can't five you can't fouls. be aggressively on defense. And he's done that a couple when, times. Oh man, he's done it a couple times in the playoffs. Fouled yeah, out. I mean, it's almost like a a you get a, a, you say, oh, now I see why you guys this kind of nonsense. Now you see why you guys kept getting eliminated. That's your coach <laughs> fired. Like, I mean, just uh, up in Canada, I guess nobody paying attention. You all up here doing that, you know. Now you're on this big stage, man. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. be doing that stuff. Yeah, he's up and down. I wouldn't be surprised if Larry has a big game today. Tonight? Yeah, yeah. he's up He's up and down. So, so well, so when, when when our listeners hear this tomorrow with Kyle Lowry, I'm trying to think, what are they going to be talking about with Lowry? It could think go, they it could go either, either way. way. I think I think a double-double around, around 13 points, 15 assists. Oh, I a, see that. That's I see a big double-double. I see, yeah. I what see about, him because, remember, he he had a career high in assists, mm-hmm. around eight and a half no, a he's game. capable. Yeah, he's yeah, really capable. Definitely. See, my, my thing, man, is that I never – I never voted. I never picked against the New England Patriots. Right. That's my mm-hmm. that's my mantra, you know. And to now, to me, Golden State has become 
they'd have to lose every single starter. Uh, and Steve Kerr would have well, to Well, they're, they're on their way. Then I'd say, okay, <laughs> all right, uh, uh, Warriors by one. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about the, the injuries, okay? Yeah. Um, we know Clay. He's, he's oh, questionable. So, you know, he, when he was talking to Drake, he said he popped his hamstring. Like, obviously, he didn't do that. Or he yeah. wouldn't be even have a chance right. to play. And why would he tell? Oh, he told Drake that. Yeah, he said that. Ah, I said but that. But maybe it was a figure of speech. Okay. Who knows? Well, you know, he did I don't that. Know. When he did he tell that. Drake that? <laughs> in the locker room. You he know, said, you're lucky. He's like, you bum ass. You're lucky I popped my hamstring. That's why it also had been a blowout. <laughs> That's what he was saying. And then, so KD still got Clay, KD out. McKinney, who was big off the bench, he's gone for the series. Oh, no, no, no. Not, no, no, no Kevon no. Looney. Looney. Oh, Looney. Kevon Looney. Yeah, Kevon Looney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looney's, yeah, he's. And, and guess gone. what? Where's their depth on the front court? So if Marcus Saul, Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka, come on now, if they if they and don't Looney punish might, them Looney's inside, actually bigger. Yeah, that's a bigger th- issue. Yeah, yeah. They, but you know what? But the thing is, if you saw that game, um, Cousins took two really hard fouls against uh, your boy against Gasol. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just like unloaded, mm-hmm. and that was you know game over. Mm-hmm. He Man. said, "Okay, you want to? This is real." You're dealing with a real black man. <laughs> this is real. That's right. Ghetto. Exactly. Street, you know, Mobile, Alabama. You, you know, boom. <laughs> right. Foul. Boom. Right. Uh, that was it. Yeah. That was yeah. it. Ooh. And in fact, Nick Nurse even said he showed you. Listen, you guys, come on, man. I mean, you can't let them do this to you. That's yeah. actually huge. As you bring that up, because Gasol is a huge factor for for uh, Toronto, and then and and Cousins did neutralize him. Yeah. In the you know in the in game two. And you know it's a whole. And Cousins is an intimidating factor. I don't care who you who you are. Yeah, because you know he, I mean he's calmed down. I mean, everybody's right. waiting. Because remember, like his first few years, and this guy was like out of control. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, and it's real. Right. So if you're Gasol, because you know the thing about I don't know. Of course, we always have to talk about racism on Bill Road no sports. You know, but you know the great thing about sports, like NFL and other, you got these brothers, man, who are unrestrained. I mean, the law is on it. There is no law. <laughs> There's no law. You could you could you could unleash mayhem. Right, and so right. if you're like a white guy and you're used to outside, uh, you know, outside everything is in your favor, right? Right. Mm-hmm. The laws in your favor. Right. Everything's in your favor. Mm-hmm. You know, the police, everything's in your favor. <laughs> but in this fucking arena, you know, all bets off. That's right. So, so that's why you know, said, you know, I'm gonna drill you, mm-hmm. and ain't nothing. Your daddy can't help you. The police can't that's, help you. That's right. The, nothing can help you. That's right. So with the I'm gonna take your heart. Now, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to shoot jumpers. You know, I'm going yeah. <laughs> to shoot from the outside. Right. Because really, if you look at it, you know, uh, uh, what's the name is not a swift-footed guy, um, cousin. Right, right. So you think, well, why don't you now, exploit yeah. this guy? Why mm-hmm. don't you exploit him? And then, you know, they were, well, who? Because it ain't going to be with Gasol. Yeah, Gasol's yeah. He ain't going to do it. Ibaka Ibar- is, is tough enough. But, but, but the that, thing- that's another thing. What's wrong with Ibaka? Yeah. yeah. He's been up and down all his playoffs. He goes through games where he's completely missing. Yeah, he's not the same guy as he was and like that, four or five years ago. Oh yeah, definitely not. But also too, the problem is uh, the one thing I do give Ibaka, he is aggressive to the hoop because he was settling too much for threes with OKC towards the but end he, of his he OKC. Missed so much. Right. You know, uh, oh no, he said game two. Not Ibaka, Siakam. Oh, Siakam. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Siakam. Oh, Siakam about now. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm, about, I'm sorry. Right. I'm talking about. But both of them, both of them have been like that. Both of them have been hit or miss kind of. Yeah. Well, Siakam. Well, Siakam's Siakam, more consistent. Yeah, he's been because he's he's the more talented player at this point in his career. Um, so even when Siakam and is really not, the second not shooting option. that well, he's still doing some things. And the second he can offensive do a lot. option. But yeah, they, the need, they need him to, I mean, he, you know, and I guess that's the difference, you know. 
you do you he needs to be the real number two. Mm-hmm. But that means consistency. Yeah, that's right. And that, he's that also means, he's also a young kid. I mean, well, he's only yeah, twenty. I mean, playoffs, I mean, he just. I mean, last year I mean, he's going to be the 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 uh, most, most improved, improved player of the year for a reason. Third, third last season. year he was averaging like eight points. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden this year he, he turned it on. So it's still a learning curve as far as the playoff goes. Right. Playoffs go. Which yeah. and and again, especially when adjustments are made against you. Yeah. When well, adjustments. Yeah, first yeah. day thirty-two, and then you heard uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Draymond. Mm-hmm. Say okay. All right, that's game one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. And then game two, nine points. That's right. right. That's nine right. Nine points. Dre made the adjustments. And, and they, they made the adjustments. So now you got to come back, which which is what I think why, you know, the NBA playoffs, why um, the, uh, you know, Major League Baseball play, playoffs are great. That's right. These seven-game series because, to the me, Stanley Cup, too. Of course, uh, Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup as well. Oh, man. You, know? I, you, know, you know, now I'm thinking, because I thought about, well, the, you know, the NFL cannot, could not have – the best of anything because nobody would be gone. But you look at you look at the <laughs> hockey man. I was looking at the uh, the last game. Uh, yeah, well, St. Louis, Louis tying the series. Yep, man. Mm-hmm. One cat got his jaw broken, and I mean, that is yeah. a rough sport. That's right. That is a tough sport, man. I'm that's thinking right. maybe they ought to make that like the Super Bowl. Just one game, you know. And, and <laughs> that's hard. And and Bill and and the great thing that's why I think the Stanley Cup playoffs are the greatest series playoff series in, in sports because when you go into overtime. It's one goal and that's it. Right. Imagine a game seven, you're in double overtime, triple over. Like, imagine, like, <laughs> the fans' anxiety, the goaltenders' the anxiety, oh, the players. Oh, it's uh, you know, get a heart attack. <laughs> goaltending, I grew up in Chicago mm-hmm. and I grew up on the uh, Blackhawks. Yeah. The Chicago right. Blackhawks. Right. And I remember my brother and I used to go in the backyard mm-hmm. and I'd be the, the, goal, the goalie. And he'd be like Bobby Hall or somebody. Uh, and now that, that you mentioned, go. I think it's Stan Mikita too, it's right? That Stan Mikita, mm-hmm. Hall. High, I mean, it was like they had a great. Uh, th- but I was thinking, and they, you had great goaltenders. That may, I'm thinking, quarterback may be the most unique single position in sports. Mm-hmm. But goal, being a goalie in hockey is a tough. It's the most stressful. It's, yeah, it's, you're yeah. right. And Stress, soccer, and stressful. soccer too. Soccer as well. Being I, a goalie. I would even put. Yeah, you're right. But I would put. Uh, uh, hockey goalie above because right, just right. the physical more, more shots on goal. Yeah, and and, and, mm-hmm. and at least in a ball, you get the, you know, but you shooting that puck at you like hundred miles an hour, you and, know, and then and the, the tips, uh, and, the tips. Uh, you know, no man, let me get let me get this straight. Y'all brothers watch hockey. Oh yeah, man, play it out. Could buy skates. Yeah, because you in Brooklyn, man, you'd be fine. You you basketball. No, I have I, I have respect for hockey. Hockey's like linebackers on skates, man. Right. You know, yeah. like they, I, I have a lot of respect for them, but you know, I don't know about goaltender being the second the second what, tough. What would position. you say? What would, oh, what, what, what come with Jamal? Really? What, 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 oh, what's yeah, the tough? Know. What are the? If you look at the, because we get into, is it harder to hit a home run or, or, or hit a base? But what do you, if you don't think goal uh, uh, a goal in hockey is? What do you think is a, is the toughest position to be in sports? Well, you, okay, I'll give you quarterback. Is is there? If you know, maybe number one. But I mean, point guard in basketball. Um, I don't know, point guard. Point. I mean, why not? No, there's not, no. Because I'm also talking quarterback. The one thing the quarterback and goalie is that the, the physical. I'm looking at the punishment. Mm-hmm. A quarterback so no takes basketball player, and, and, period. And the quarterback gets blamed for cause losses because no, it's not physical. It's, it's not, not the same it's point guard. I mean, it's, it may be a mo- but it's not. You don't get beat up. 
Yeah. You don't get beat up like the, well, not, not like the goalie beat up. But Jamal... The, well, back in the 90s. Right? <laughs> but Jamal, but the pressure a goaltender has, in especially the, in the playoffs, Stanley Cup, when you're getting 30 shots on goal on you. These cats coming then, down on you. Yeah, and like the playoff <laughs> goaltender, there's no stress. There's no more right. stressful position in playoff goaltender. And then you're being screened you know? off. Like, what, about, oh. what about a pitcher in a, in a playoff game? No, that's that's... That's now, now. Especially, especially if you're a big time pitcher, where a lot of it is expected of you. But but I, you know what? That's a good point. But I got to tell you this though: a pitcher, a bullpen could bail a pitcher out. When you're a goaltender and you get taken out of the game, that means you were horrible. And it means you probably I lost. Mean, they, that means right, you yeah, exactly. They switch you know? goal. Now, now they'll take a pitcher out. now. Maybe a relief pitcher. And uh, okay, uh, if we, we want to say in playoff situations, mm-hmm. let's just say, what's the most stressful position in winner take? Stressful position in sports in playoffs when when money is on the line. Yeah, I still probably have to say quarterback. I still have to yeah. say quarterback is pretty stressful. Although being a former defensive back, I'd say that's kind of yeah, that's pretty stressful, stressful too. <laughs> on the that's, 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 oh, that's pretty stressful too. Cornerback, quarterback, you know, yeah, corner like, being a cornerback is pretty stressful too. Though in football, it's just so physical, man. All this just, but but hmm. if we just the one position, I still quarterback. In playoff situation, now relief pitcher coming in, right? Bases loaded, you know, bases loaded, one out, mm-hmm. and then you got the the heart the heart of the lineup oh, yeah. coming up, the three, four, five hitters coming yep. up, or something like that. That's pretty stressful. And and speaking of bullpen, that's you know, Bill Buckner, God rest his soul, he mm-hmm. passed away last week. But how they blame him for that for them losing? How he's the no, it was the bullpen. That had that five three lead, gave up three straight hits, gave up a wild pitch. You right. know, that's when it, that's stress right there. Calvin right. Chiraldi, Bob Stanley, those guys. Team you know? of destiny. So, yeah, you know? it was a team of destiny in '86. They yeah. were gamers, but we'll talk about the, the ball, Mets. the ball, the yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah, gamers. We'll, we'll, we'll but it, but in basketball, it's not even about a position really, because really it's about the best player on the team. If you want to talk about playoffs and in the fourth quarter, all those guys, right. you're gonna have like even a guy like LeBron James. We've seen him cave under that pressure against Dallas. He mm-hmm. caved under it. So even like one of the greatest, one of the greatest players ever, you know, fell victim to that pressure. So there's serious pressure for basketball players too. It just, yeah. it just doesn't go by specific position, really. Right. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's the game. It's, right. it's the game. And I guess, if, and I guess that's what makes these playoffs great is that the, the pressure mounts. I mean, game one, they won, but with each game that we, you know, now we're getting ready to, today. We're talking about game two. You know, then three, four. I mean, right. By by the time if this goes seven. Mm-hmm. The pressure will be. You look at Giannis. I think the pressure got to Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee. I think the pressure because once he was confronted with, you know, I know you guys want to talk about the box of one. You know, first he was confronted with the wall. Right. He yeah. never. He never figured out the wall. That's the thing. Not too. People Wayne try to, the wall. Yeah. People tried <laughs> to give Kawhi. You know, they're like, oh, Kawhi is you know, you know, guarded him one on one and changed everything. Man, they had four people guarding this dude at all times. You know, mm-hmm. they like you said. What, what do you think a wall Getting is? Them away for four the guys waiting for you. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even put. Yeah, the pressure. Well, the pressure got to him to some extent because he had never. You know, this is a part of his. But, he had never yeah, been here. Well, Kawhi was killing him yeah. though offensively. Like he he, but yeah, he wasn't. No answer, but he wasn't you know? guarding Kawhi one on one either. Uh, yeah. He was at times. I mean, at, but at it times. wasn't his assignment. You, you know. know uh, right. Yeah, but there were the, well, the, the money times. One we done with Kawhi. 
uh, dunked on him. Yeah, he was a help defender. Oh, no, no, that wasn't not just that, but I'm just saying when Kawhi did guard him, there were times he stripped him, but also, too, Kawhi, right. he, uh, Kawhi facing the basket, there were times that Giannis was on him. Right. And he was able to, you know, able to maneuver. Like, it was it was just a, it was a thing where Kawhi, just the more experience, and Kawhi's long. That's what I was saying all along. I thought Kawhi would, and in would the end, really show, you know, his medal. But in the know? end, he had a better team. You know, Kawhi had a better team in the end. Well, they in, in terms guys, of who performed, they played. Well, they right. played better. Let no, me that, just say, that team, that, uh, that, but the, the bench outperformed outperformed Co- uh, Milwaukee's after those well, first well, two well, games. Well, Coach Lowry, who we were killing early, show he showed up. Yeah, Lowry showed up. Siakam showed and up. Siakam and Coach showed up. Bud, and, and, and what's his showed up? Van Vliet. Van Vliet. And, and Coach yeah, Van Vliet. Is he still in the series? <laughs> <laughs> and Coach Bud. And there's some coaching. I think he, that could have been a reason why. I mean, but, you know, like there, I can name five situations with Coach Bud that that he did not make adjustments on, what? you know, things like that. Yeah, there's so, a learning curve for him yeah. too now. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, no question. You, you talk yeah, about yeah. pressure now. Right. You talk about pressure mm-hmm. now. I don't know on, on which which sport has the most pressure. Is it the, you know we've all seen these game sevens, mm-hmm. and and managers have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. I don't think may, now maybe the bat, the head basketball coach may have. Maybe have the most pressure of maybe any of the major sports. I mean, I guess they're all pressure, but you know, yeah. it seems so in, so intimate, and yeah. it's right there. And you see these guys, man. You see them, they kind of like you know that collar gets kind of tight. The speed Ooh. of the game, yeah, the speed yeah. of the game, and then, like you, you're playing at Golden State. Now, you know Curry is not scoring. Mm. Back in your mind, you got to think, man, this is not going to last. Sure enough, you know how Curry gets on these rolls, man. He'll like hit three, three, mm-hmm. come back for three, steal. You miss a shot, come back three. You know, <laughs> before you know it, you were up three or up five. Now you're down ten, <laughs> and they call timeout. <laughs> yeah. right. right, in-game adjustments. Right, right, right. right. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Coaching is is big time pressure, especially in basketball. Right. You know, at least in football, you have you know you got the defensive coordinator. He's in charge of that. Supposedly, right? You got people up in you the know. booth. You know, you got people up in the booth. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, look at who who got this panorama. Right. right. On what's going on? You like Belichick, and you're like, what the hell's going? You know. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. They should know, do. They should do that in basketball. They should have guys up up top. You should. You know? Quarter is, but it's yeah. so fast. But you're right. Mm-hmm. You know. Now that's a, that. That's because that could be innovation. Right. Yeah. That you actually have somebody up top, and and d- directly connecting either with the head coach. Mm-hmm. Or saying, you know, because you can't, you're right on, you're right, you're court level. You can't see this stuff. Yeah. And in fact, I, I just posted something on Instagram. It was the, it was the, like the bleacher level view of the box at one. And it showed you how, how they were shadowing Curry and how the other guys were, you know, shying away. Like you just got a better view of what that box at one was actually doing. So maybe if you have that, if coaches are actually looking at that real time, and then, you know, same thing in football. They come over with the with the iPad and show you exactly what's going on. You know, but you, that's but, right. But you think in football, though, it's, you know, you, you have a start. play stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Defense, you know? offense. Yeah, you defense. So you have time. Like in basketball, man, you have no time. by the time you get a chance, you know, a turnover. <laughs> and you, yeah, you're down mm-hmm. 30 by the time. Man, yeah. are you, what are you telling me? Yeah, I do that. Right. So, yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download in 30-day Free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on sports. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's www.audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on sports. Check it out. 
So, so what else? I mean, the the, 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 the other thing is kind of this consistent stuff, man, this playoff is Kawhi. That is a constant uh, uh, cloud. Whether he stays or goes. That hangs over Toronto. I mean, I, like I said, I spent some time, and it's like such an obsession. So, yeah, what, what, kind of, what, is, what kind of feel did you get for it? Well, you know, I mean, I think it's, a, you know, Toronto is a whole different vibe, man. Even before the game, I mean, people are into it, but they're not like Philly or New York where it's just nasty. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a pleasant, polite, Kind of, you know, everybody's happy and all right, that. Right. Where in the same pregame thing in Philly and all that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, it's like <laughs> that kind of. But up there, it's pleasant. But I mean, I think uh, I was also thinking when I was there, there were a couple nice sunny days, but it was like overcast a lot. And I'm like, man, I don't know about this. I mean, if I'm like, <laughs> why? You know, I mean, and then I just get beaten up like all winter. It's a tough winter. I'm ready for like the sunshine. Yeah, I mean, you can party with Drake. Yeah. And, be, and that, that may be a downer too. I mean, and that be, may not be a selling point. Maybe he said, not. "Wait a minute, you mean I got to deal with this?" Uh, That's a good point. Full time, yeah, you know, all the time. I got to deal with this clown. Because yeah. when they hugged, when they hugged at the end of um, the uh, Eastern Conference Finals championship, you could tell Kawhi was like, "Okay, yeah, okay. I'll do it because it's part of it." But I ain't really down with that but, foolishness. But going back to going back to home, because you know he's from he's SoCal. Like, you know right. he's from there, and and you know he still has a connection to his family, and you know what happened with his father being killed yeah. in high school when he was in high school. Um, you know, and also, you know, with San Diego State, you know, I think he's ready to just kind of settle there. Come home. They yeah. just had a kid. And, you know, I was thinking about this, too. This is why I wanted to talk to Emory, too, and, which is nice that he has, he's in that room because he had the same situation. When he was the uh, a general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks, they had Kareem, mm-hmm. remember? Yes. And they, they, they won the championship. But then but third year, Kareem said, okay, I want out. Right. He said, he told, and, and I, I asked him about that because, you know, Kareem said, you know, Milwaukee just ain't with him. Now, there was no free agency back then. And the question I, I asked him was, well, wait a minute, there was no free agent, so how did he force your hand? You know, mm-hmm. and so what he said was that there wasn't free agent, but there was an ABA. Mm-hmm. And his contractor run out, he said, and he, he said, if you do not trade me, I will play for the Nets. Mm-hmm. I'll play for the Nets. And so they gave him three teams, either the Knicks, the Washington Bullets, or the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Or if, if you don't accommodate me, I will I will just end this car and then play for the Nets. Ooh, right. imagine so him said, and Elvin Hayes together. What? That he would said, so he said, so, so Henry <laughs> said, well, the Knicks offered me, they offered Willis Reed, Clyde Frazier, Herman Rowe, and I laughed at him. Because all those guys were like over the hill, yeah, getting older. <laughs> they were all, I mean, they were like over the hill. He just, the way he said, it, he said they offered me Monroe, Clyde, and Willis. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just think it. So, but ultimately, what did what did uh, what did they get from the Lakers? Oh man, they got like five players. Yeah, Brian Winters. They got Brian Winters. Yeah, and he said they want to give us gold. Native New Yorker. Yeah, they Brian said they want to give me Gail Goodrich. Mm-hmm. I said, man, he got thirty five years old. I want twenty two year old. Um, Brian Winters. Brian Winters. He yes. got Dave Myers. They got like. Well, they didn't they get back. Like, to, they never got back to the finals. No, no, no. And yeah. and, and and Embry was kind of fired about mm. a year or two later. Right. Right. You know, but 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 the point is, I said, well, so if there is precedent of a California guy. I mean, Kareem went to UCLA mm-hmm. and all that, and he's you know California. So th- there's a parallel here. You got two California guys, and it didn't kind of work. You know, so I don't know. And it worked out with Goodridge not being traded to Milwaukee because he was eventually traded to the New Orleans Jazz, and one of the picks they got back ended up being the first pick overall in the 79 draft. 
and Magic Johnson was drafted. Uh, so, <laughs> so it, long, so it long worked. It, it worked out. It was like you got two great assets. You know, if he if, if Goodwood just traded for Kareem, no Magic would have been with uh, with the Lakers. That's you right. Know? That's so right. <laughs> it's interesting though, uh, talking about Kawhi, and you know, you bring up Kareem, and he kind of they they kind of similar like mentality wise. You know, like kind of reserved. You know, weird, kind of weird guys. Mm-hmm. Um, aloof, aloof, aloof. 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 Yeah. And also, I was thinking, like, I was trying, I was thinking before, I wasn't even thinking about Kareem, but I was thinking he's kind of like Duncan, you know, Tim Duncan in a way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, doesn't even, say much, you Duncan, know, goes by his, goes about his business right. and just performs on the court. And then people always say, yeah. you know, oh, well, if, if uh, Toronto wins, how could he, how could anybody leave? You know, how could somebody leave or, or Kawhi leave if they win it all? But he's like the perfect dude to leave because yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah, right. He might care about that money. The money, but, he, yeah, but as, far as, as far as like the emotion and all that, he don't <laughs> and, care. And you know, right. he'll leave. Right. He's, right. Yeah. But yeah. you know, unfortunately, that keep me here. he's no. not up for the Supermax, Kawhi. Can you believe it? Oh, he's not. Because he's not, he hasn't been on Toronto long enough. Oh, that is it. a shame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's not up for the Supermax. Shame for Toronto, too. You know, like, yeah. And, and, and another thing, I said this, I tweeted this out. I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi retired. Mm. I wouldn't be so he's that type like against the grain. If he retired, he he doesn't care. I'm sure he remember, he he still drives the same car that he had back in college. He also like he he has cool there was a great article, I forgot who wrote the piece, but he coupons for supermarket he still uses. <laughs> you know, he's, um, oh, he's saving coupons. He, yeah. Really? He got he got mad for losing coupons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's he. So I'm telling you, I don't think he cares about that max money. He mm. would, you know, well, he's twenty. Like, he's what twenty seven, twenty eight. That, that's the, but that's the thing with him. It's he's different like that. You know, you know that, he's now, different. That'd be great if he just retired. But if you put money on that, yeah, you, you know. go to Vegas and you win money on that. You, you know win, what? You it'll be, it'll be a shame. Let retired. me show you. It'll be a shame if that happened because I put it on Twitter, but not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at least put well, a dollar you know, on him. But um, what are the odds of Kawhi? Re- or Leonard retiring, <laughs> retiring, uh, before retiring by the time he's thirty-one. Well, that's four more. That's years. possible. Yeah. yeah, that's after the contract. Yeah, after that says, contract, I'm, I'm done with this. I made my money. You know, I've, I've got it. My, my, I had. We just had a child mm-hmm. set for life. Mm-hmm. My family set for life. Now let me move on to whatever's next in my mm-hmm. career. Because yeah, I mean that is one thing you could argue that the money that they make gives you you don't have to play. But he, he's, right? he's obviously an ultimate competitor. So and he hasn't. I don't think he's gotten his true due, his full due, and like like he's still not undisputed best player in the league. Well, but you know he doesn't care about that. I think he doesn't care about. You know he just care, he just goes about his about business. To get him on the show. And you know, you know, I asked him some questions at All-Star Weekend, and he gave me like minute-long answers. I was oh, like, what? Man, whole yeah, it's on Instagram, mm-hmm. on our Instagram, mm-hmm. on Bros Pod. Yeah, and also on um Did you do on, did you have the sound to it? Oh, uh yeah, I can record yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, the sound's on Instagram. Yeah, we, we gotta hear that. That's, yeah. that's classic. Yeah, I asked him two questions. He gave me a minute-long answer each. I was uh-huh. like, all right now. Cool, and and I had the honor to interview him on my show. So much to talk about my TV show, uh, the night of the draft. Wow, and 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 yeah, and he was he he was talkative and everything, and yeah, like it's interesting. He's an interesting brother, great mm. guy. You know? I mean, he he could be whatever. It turns out he's a jazz guy. 
Mm -hmm. it turns out he's like really into the music. Yeah, right. You Who think? do you like? So, well, I, I like Sun Ra and I like uh, <laughs> uh, Albert Ayer. You know? Yeah, right. That would be like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. All right. Oh, man. Like Herbie Nichols? Yeah, Herbie like, Nichols. What? Yeah, like, uh, you know, like, what? Like, whoa. Really? By the way, okay. I, I went to your shop. I went to your oh, shop. Oh, the Bop Shop. The Bop Shop, man. Rochester. Great, great man. Great. In fact, I bought. There's a, there's a thing uh, right next to you. They're packed on the floor next to Jamal. Oh, okay. I picked up four pieces of, uh, three pieces of music. Oh. Um, at the Bop Shop. I, I was looking for your statue. They Ooh. said they're still, they're still buying. <laughs> now, it's an interesting thing. Now, now wow. one is, is the music. Oh, okay. Um, okay, Greg Porter on yeah, vinyl. Uh, Nat yeah. King Cole and me. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chateau is a double album. I like Greg Porter. But yes. what I liked was him doing, um, doing um, Nat King Cole. I thought that was interesting. Yes, yes, indeed. And that just came out. No, this came out in 20, 2017. Yeah, oh, my good friend uh, Christian Sands in there, too, on, on piano. Shout oh. out to Christian Sands. Yeah. Uh, oh, jo oh, Joe McPhee and yeah, Steve Lacey. Oh. And now, the interesting I thought about Lacey and uh, McPhee is that I know McPhee as an alto player, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. he, if you read the notes on it, don't read them now because we aren't done. done. But, <laughs> but he was saying that um, he was on stage, uh, he was doing the same concert with uh, Lacey, and I always like Lacey because I like the soprano sax. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And so Lacey just finished walking out, he saw McPhee, and he said, Come on, come come on, come play a step with me. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And, and and McPhee was like, "So I almost peed my pants. So what am I gonna do being with this guy?" <laughs> and he said, "Should I play my alto? What should I play?" So he said, "You know, or my trumpet." He said, "Okay, I played the soprano. That's a damn, but I'm gonna play the soprano with this guy." Wow. And uh, he he played. They made this album, and he said, "I did not." And 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 I could. He McPhee said, "I did not even listen to this till after Lacey passed." Dig. Because wow. I just was, and I, I don't know if you feel like that when you guys, I do a, little, a lot of time with writing. Mm -hmm. I won't even, once I write a column, I, I really won't read it again. Mm -hmm. That's kind of it. Wow. Right. You know, even with 40 Million Our Slaves, I've still never read the book cover to cover all the way through. So when he was saying that, but then finally somebody may say something years later that I really like so So then, okay, uh -huh. well, let wow. me go back. Wow. And then the last one was uh, Bill Evans. Bill Evans' uh, tribute. Oh, tribute. The piano player. <laughs> With all the piano players. I got. mean, McCoy, Herbie, Joanne Brockine, yeah. Chick. Yeah. When you John mentioned Lewis? Herbie Nichols, uh, I don't think Herbie Nichols was on it, but Herbie. Uh, oh, Herbie, Herbie Hancock. Hancock. Herbie Hancock, yeah. yeah. Woo. Yeah. Anyway, wow. we could go back to sport. Sticking in the NBA, we, our friend uh, Lionel Hollins. Oh yes, uh, yes, is yes. now on Props. staff with the Lakers. Yes, and he and, and he and he texted Nabate saying he, he attributes it to to this to being on this show. <laughs> That's right. right. And we'll take it. Yes, you indeed. Know, so congratulations, Coach Lionel. Hollins. Congratulations, That's Coach Hollins. You got to be on the show. I was going to call him today. I said, oh, now he probably now. Yeah, now he, he got to chill. Now oh, he, he can't say nothing can't probably. Say yeah, and particularly with that. So group. who's all? And especially assistant coaches, they're not supposed to do media. Oh, like, no. it's very, yeah, assistant coaches can't do media. Like, yeah, except for the interviews, you know, at halftime. Now all the teams are doing that when they have the halftime interviews with assistant coaches, but they can't talk to the media. Like, a lot of a lot of head coaches are very strict about that. Wow. But some are cool. Some will are lenient about it, but mm -hmm. not many. Yeah, like you, like there's no way the Knicks will allow an assistant coach, to and no way the Lakers either. After yeah. what's so, going on, so who's yeah. on that Lakers staff now? Jason uh, Kidd, Jason Kidd, uh, Frank Vogel's the head, right. head coach. Uh, Ram is Rambus on the staff? I think he's just, the, think he's just the executive. <laughs> executive, okay, beyond, okay. He's beyond. Captain. Yeah, like um, and of course, yeah, Jay Kidd and Lionel Hollins. Hollins. and I heard uh, they're trying to get Hornacek. 
Oh, Jeff Lawrence like, said, okay. What are they, what are they I thinking about? I don't know what's about, going man? on. What the hell are they thinking? As an assistant, so there would be he three, would be great. That would be but three, I mean, you got, you got three, be three head ex coaches. head coaches. Head coaches on the staff. And plus Frank Vogel, under, you know, what's, like, what's who going competed on? against those coaches? Is that a, you know? So is that a good thing? Was it? it seems bizarre, man. I mean, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. I mean, I think if, if, if it was like us three and we all got along, right. and we kind of yeah. on the same page, like, Nobody's really threatened and all that. Right. And we just want to win. Right. Then I can see, say, hey, my, my strength is if I'm Hollins, I'm the oldest guy in the room. All those guys want to be pro, want to be head coaches again. Yeah, because you yeah. know Lionel want to be he head coach. He said it. Yeah. Right. You right. said it here. And and I think, but he, but he's always adjust. <laughs> yeah, he, right. he, he'll always adjust and you know be of whatever the situation is. Yeah. Know. But it's just Definitely. a weird. What are they, what are they doing? They're trying to prove to LeBron we're going to get you the best coaches money can buy. And uh, maybe he's letting him, LeBron pick. It's like a, it's like an audition. Maybe. Okay, we're gonna have these four, four, and LeBron, you pick. After, after fifty games, you decide who you, you want to be the head coach. Be head coach. Right? Wow, it's, oh, it's deep. Man. So yeah, no congratulations to Lionel Hollins. Yes, indeed. On that, um, and then other news, you got you know these these uh, I don't know what you guys think, but all this these free agent rumors. I mean, we love we all we love Stephen A. Smith. Like two weeks ago, he was saying ninety five percent. He was hearing that uh, Kyrie was going to the Knicks with Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. And two doesn't want to go yeah, to L.A. He right. said not going to L.A. Over two weeks later, now he's saying Kyrie's saying that he wants to go to Brooklyn. Remember, we talked about this last week, whether Brooklyn is a, is a true player. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, and, and I said they, the rumor I, is and I said they Kyrie could, wants to go to Brooklyn. He wants to, he's going to try to convince KD. I mean, this is all. And, and I said the Nets, I, the I, Nets I, are, are in there, too. I said that last week. I heard, you know? I heard so. that uh, Ben Simmons, uh, <laughs> ben Simmons <laughs> wants to play in Brooklyn or, or L.A. Right, right, right. But he's right, open right. to staying in Philly. Right. But he could also go to, I mean, you right. could just go on and exactly. on and on. Yep. I heard that, you can say the most ridiculous, I heard yeah. that, um, let's just. Sources, sources have sources told, told me, me that KD, <laughs> that KD actually really wants thinking, to go to New Orleans. Thinking about Phoenix. Right. Uh, he, he always wanted to play, he wants to but mentor. Just, but just thinking. Yeah. He said, but he wants to mentor, what's the kid's name? D. Booker. He D. Wants Book, to, Devin Booker. He said, he wants, he, want, he, he said, man, you all let him shoot like that? <laughs> and, he, and he wouldn't be. That's right, right. He, he, he would be okay with just winning 35 games. That's yeah, yeah, because you know he was he he's getting into his humble part of his life. Right, yeah. right. And he wants to like Him I've been winning too much, so let me let me just humble myself, go to Phoenix. Or he said, you know, maybe though I went to Toronto, I like the atmosphere in Toronto. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. thinking about Toronto. He, he, right. he likes the cold you know, weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Kawhi's gonna stay there, so he could be there. You know, and Kyle Lowry, him and Kyle Lowry could be right. running mates. So the, know, the, the, like you said, I think Kawhi, he's thinking about retiring. <laughs> <laughs> Sources say, with, along with LeBron, <laughs> LeBron. They, they, they'll retire together. But no, I heard they want to they want to buy a team in Italy. Right. They want to buy a pro team in Italy. And also oh, Lebr uh, and LeBron and, uh, and and Chris Paul yeah, or whoever. He's oh, making okay. this shit up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lebron's <laughs> <laughs> actually. I know. I know. Really? But no. But Lebron, though, you know him. Like, entrepreneur, you know. You, know, know. you know what? We, just keep, we should just keep making this shit <laughs> up. I heard actually Lebron is going to open. Open is going to. They're going to take. They're going to designate Debate. When LeBron and and uh, KD mm -hmm. buy the team in Italy, right. yeah. they're going to bring Nabate to be the composer. That's right, yes. the composer yes. for, of the, for, for the Netflix song. series. That LeBron, yeah. they're gonna, just going to be a live <laughs> the barbershop, the right. barbershop in Italy. That's right, cutting white hair. We cut white hair too. <laughs> Whoa, there's a, there's a lot going on. Out here. There's a, there's a, lot, lot, a lot, so much. So but the, but the moral, the moral, that's, yeah. that's what our industry is. You could just say any Sunrise, yeah. remember mm -hmm. Sunrise. He had an album called Anything Is. Is, right. 
anything. No, he that was foreshadowing. No, no, he said nothing is. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. You are not restrained. By reality, yeah. yeah. I mean, so to me, the moral of the story is: I mean, when <laughs> when is free agency starting? Was it just, June thirtieth? June thirtieth. June thirtieth. Six p.m. Can we just Eastern wait until June thirtieth? No, and just see what happens because there's too much space to fill. But I mean, <laughs> nobody knows anything. Even the players, I guarantee you, KD doesn't know exactly what he's going to do yet. Well, exactly. I bet you. I know. I bet you. I bet you. Um, uh, Kawhi knows what he's gonna do. Maybe I bet he. I bet yeah. he knows. He, if there's one person in this whole thing, he cat. knows exactly. Yep. what he's gonna do. He knew exactly with the Spurs what he was gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. my yeah. sources tell me he's going back to San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Play with Popovich. Play with Pop. And, and, and we talked about and be a player head coach and like take and over for Pop and play a coach like, like Bill Russell. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Be, right, he'll be a player coach with KD. Right, right. right. KD said, that's why I realized what I need is that discipline. <laughs> right. right. To be joined by uh, uh, um, uh, LeBron. In LeBron, yeah, All right. right. Anyway. LeBron. <laughs> All right, what else we got uh, in, in the in the two minutes that we have left? Two minutes. One interesting note, uh, you know, the, the NCAA coaches scandal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that I covered. You were, all on, you were all on this. Yeah, it was all on it with the you know with the article for the undefeated, um, where we know the four black assistant coaches uh, either uh, they all pleaded guilty. Uh, one of them, Tony Bland, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. who was an assistant at USC, he actually was sentenced today and, and, and just got he got two years probation, <laughs> and, 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 which uh, luckily he stays out of jail. But it's it's crazy that I'm we've surprised been they along put him lines, in jail, right? you know. Um, but he gets two years probation. Man. The other guys, uh, Book Richardson. Will be sentenced tomorrow. Lamont mm-hmm. Evans will be sentenced on Friday, and Chuck Person, who we all know, yeah. uh, he'll be sentenced later in the summer. They all they all pleaded guilty. Now you know who bribery. else is being sentenced in an underrelated case is um, uh, the tight end, the former uh, what's his name? Oh, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow the second. Jr. The second yeah. is, oh. is being sentenced for, to what exactly? Was it well? It a was bunch charges of, stuff, of right? rape. Right. It was, it yeah. was like three counts of rape. That sounds like CTE. But mm. I gotta tell I mean, you though, he's just going off the. I think cliff. I think he's I think he's always had something because well, yeah. remember that whole thing I'm a soldier yeah that was, that in was Miami. before yeah that was in <laughs> Miami I he had some and there were reports of him having some you know like temper issues no, and yeah. things like he always that. Had that so yeah it's a far cry from what his dad was as a player yeah, and like, as right. very what's his dad you know, doing now he used to be in the media right used to be ABC used right. to do yeah. um a uh, color analyst for uh, college football ABC yeah I don't know very level headed he's an attorney a lawyer yeah mm. right. right right wow so anyway that's a do shame. we have any good news today? any good news <laughs> no you know <laughs> no good news oh, the, only, the only thing you know only thing that's distracting me is these NBA playoffs so that's the only good they've got some that's entertainment good. going I on I gotta tell you man I mean cause I, I listen to like NPR and all that stuff but recently man I've just been sticking to like listen to like the playoffs and yes. stuff cause mm-hmm. I mean it's like you listen to this stuff man it's yeah. like god really I mean along, mm-hmm. along those lines I just <laughs> wanted to bring up the one of the, you know a must see for people is this documentary, and I've only watched half of it. I know I'm about to have watched it yet. I haven't seen it yet. But yeah. the but the when they uh, when they see us documentary, the Central Park Five, yeah, docudrama, docudrama, the docudrama, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Central Park Five. I watched the first two episodes, but it's been a lot, of, especially on Facebook, and it's a, part of this part of the conversation has been like it's almost a lot of people feel like it's too. They don't even want to watch it. It's so troubling. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't yeah. want to revisit that time because they know. It's all come out now. Obviously, these guys turned out to be innocent. Um, you know, the real the real perpetrator confessed, and his DNA 
matched uh, matched the victim. But we were all around. You know, I was yeah. young. I was like 10, 12. 11, 12, around that age. Oh, yeah. Um, at that time. And I remember it vividly. You know, because remember, but even Yous- me, Yusuf Hawkins, yeah, Yousef, that and Ben, you know, all the Bensers, you know, how everything yeah. going on. But, you, you know, know they like, had the confessions, but at the even at the time, the media was so on them that as a kid, and, I figured they did it. And your president you know? took out a big hand. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> the current president. Yeah, yeah, that's I, what I, your president. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, you know, the, just do you remember that time, Bill? At that? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I was at the time mm-hmm. when when that when that happened. Wow. You know, it was like terrible. Yeah. You know, it still is terrible. The, right. the, the, the the lives wasted and all that. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. awful. And the thing is, I mean, you, you go back, it's still happening. Right. That's yeah. the thing about and it. And that's the thing, so, which is why, um, you know, I was speaking to someone, or Joy Reid today, mm-hmm. just about where we are, mm-hmm. you know, and just, uh, you know, um, you know, I'm an independent. Mm-hmm. And to me, it gets beyond uh, party, right? Mm-hmm. It just gets. Uh, do you really believe in democracy? Right. right. I mean, do you really? I mean, do you enjoy this democracy? Yeah. The, you know, and if you do, man, you know, and true uh, justice, yeah. true just, you know, like yeah, yeah. And, and being and, being innocent until proven guilty, right? You yeah. know, yeah. Well, that mm-hmm. is almost that's. And, and again, you know, we we just went on that little tirade. Of, I mean, we were doing a spoof on on news. Right. But that's kind of what where we are. Right. You know, like any accusation becomes. I mean, if you look at the Me Too thing. Which and I think men definitely need need and needed to be reeled in. That's mm-hmm. right. You know. That's right. Uh, but you always have to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, after we, whenever we make the course correction, mm-hmm. that okay, let's kind of get back to innocent. But mm-hmm. you know, until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and but that's whole thing. Like now, we can make up rumor. We could just right. say anything, mm-hmm. and it becomes real. So I don't know, man. Do we have? I mean, do you have one piece of good news we could? No, maybe Aaron does. Aaron, uh, do you have any good news? So we have, we have our most, particularly on a day like this, we have our most highly anticipated segment. Yes. Wow. When the great Aaron Matthews come in, but Aaron, we need good, good news. news. Good news. We need some good news. Well, I have I have a, a question. I mean, my segment is called Trip and Check, so That's I have true. to ask you. Yeah. It could be good. It could be good. Okay. I think this it is could, relatively it could be good. Positive. Trip yeah. and check. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we should. Uh, Maybe you should play like da da da, trip and check. Okay, all right, trip and uh, trip and check. Trip and check. Is this a trip and check or is it trip and check? Trip and check. Check and see if they trip. Hopefully, you will not trip. Okay. So I don't know how many of you read Forbes magazine. Sometimes. Occasionally, I read the hardly ever. I I read the alerts. Yeah. So every year for the past five years, they've come up with a the richest self-made woman list. Mm. Right? Oh, yeah, so I did hear about that. This year, um, Serena Williams is on the list. She is number 80 out of 80, oh. but she is her her face is on the cover. Mm. Um, and she's they say she's self-made because a lot of her money, you know, she's gotten prize money and stuff. From, well, she's self-made. But she she's uh, most of her money has come from sponsorships and she's she's um, a venture capitalist. She's invested about six million dollars in 34 different companies. A lot of them, 60 percent of them are uh, led by women of color. Wow. Um, she's also invested in Bumble, the um, the app that has women reach out to men. Um, and she's also launched her own clothing line, S. Mm-hmm. And so um, okay. you, you'll see that. Um, and also she's going to do a jewelry line coming out soon. Okay. So nice. she's, in, in order to even make this list, you have to make at least $225 million. Oh, wow. And that is what she has right now. Nice. Okay. That's Good her fire. estimated worth. Mm-hmm. Now, my question for you all is, what do you think of this 
this um, title of self-made. It bothers me because I, I, there's this myth that you just did all this work on your own and you made all this money. Sure, your name is on it, but a lot of people had to invest in you and trust in you. And it wasn't, to me, it's, it's not just you making an empire. I guess it's, maybe it's different from inheriting money, but self-made, I don't like it. I, 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 think, I think that they need to come up with another word, but I think that's what it is. Like um, most, most of these um, billionaires, you know, not most of them, some of them have inherited the money, you know, like a la our president, you know, inherited his money and do right. anything with it. So, they, you know, so I think that's what it is. So self-made of someone that just comes up out of nowhere and just has a middle class background or a poor background and just bring like Jay-Z became the first billionaire, hip hop billionaire. He's definitely so He's well, so made. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you so, can say so that's what it is. With yeah. I mean, every, but it should be a different name. Should be a different name. But when I, when I, you know, I saw, I saw the, I saw the story, uh, self-made. And Serena, to me, uh, she's no question self-made when you think of whatever it means. And no no right? disrespect to her. Like, right. I, much respect for what she's done. But one of the one of the people up there was um, uh, Jenner, Kylie Jenner. Yeah. She How, she's self-made. She, what do you mean? She, like, her, the family had all kinds of money. Right. I, I guess she started her, her I know beauty she's, company. Right, but she, what, she didn't come from nothing. Right. She's number 23 on the list. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So she self-made that company, I, I guess? Well, the the number Who's one number one? number one is Diane Hendricks, and never she's got seven point two billion dollars. Um, she's God. the chair of ABC Supply, which is a wholesale um, roofing, siding, doors type of. I gotta tell you, be a billionaire, you don't want to be heard of. Right. That's what you're, you know. Right. That's, right. Well, I mean, this, because people are asking you for money. <laughs> that, but <laughs> but that also like the real the real people of power are always in silence, always in the background. You know so. I just think it. Why do we even need to know who is like the richest person? Because like, this, this is United States. Yeah, it's, That's it's what a we competition. Run on. We run on that. We what? run on competition and the money and you know, uh, you know, feeding the beast. I mean, that's what we run on. You're right. I mean, in a pure way. Why? Why does it matter? Because here, that matters. Because that matters. Mm-hmm. And then Jay Z, the first uh, uh, rap or the hip, first hip hop billionaire. Well, people are saying that people forgot about Dre. I've been, I haven't looked Dre? at Dre. Dre. Is he a billionaire? Uh, Dr. Dre. Is he a billionaire? I don't, I, so I, I was just looking at Serena, so I'll have to get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's, he's around $800 million, but with, with that sale of Beats, uh, there were it was divvied up differently, so he didn't... It wasn't like he completely his there. company, right? Uh-huh. So so he wasn't, he's not officially and what a about what about uh, Diddy? Diddy's probably around 400 500 That's but it? he's not... Yeah, not there. Billion? Million. A million. Yeah. It almost sounds when you say that, you're like, uh, that's it? 400 million? <laughs> that's all? Uh, guess, guess where Beyonce is on this list. Where? You oh, have to guess. Oh, uh, I heard it. I, I can't remember. 56. But I, yeah, she's she's like a little further down. Oh, you're so close. It's 51. Mm-hmm. 51, yeah. yeah. She She's just above Kim Kardashian um, and Taylor Swift. Oh, What's the number? Taylor Swift. Um, oh, I'd have to go back. And I think, but I think I think I heard 400. She's Yeah, she's got 400 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I saw as well. Which I was surprised. I thought she, she'd be yeah, making more, more than that. Yeah. How, I wonder what I you thought, do. Like, do you like how we all like kind of pull up our bank accounts? Yeah. Like, do, do they do that? Do you think they like... Probably. They, they pull up I hope so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You go to Subway or something, or before you buy something, you like switch your money around. Well, that, that was the thing with Trump. That was one of the big things with Trump is he would always make this stuff up. Like he always wanted to be in Forbes and wanted to, so he would just boost exactly yeah. boost his earnings. Like, come on, Forbes. And the worst thing he ever did, as far as that goes, was become president because now you got so many people doing research on it that they found out he, he really had very little. 
Right. Mm-hmm. You know, something I'd like us to talk about um, in another show is Castor Savannah ended up the Swiss uh, Swiss court with, like overturned her ruling, and so she's able to compete now oh, nice. uh, for Great. the time being. So um, there's so much to get into with that, but I think that's a win. And her, I know her lawyer was uh, the appeal was based on hu- human rights. Mm. And, oh, great! Yeah. That is good. Now, that's good. That's news. good news. Yeah. yeah, that's good news. Anything else? You any more good news? That's that's the. It's beautiful outside. This <laughs> is it? Because in Toronto it was overcast. I was like, wow, man. Was really? it warm? No, it wasn't even warm. I mean, it was like a little chill. You know, like, like 60s? I'm thinking, yeah, it was like. You know, well, you kind of had to wear like a jacket. And then I saw people, and they were kind of, you know, they get used to it. Right. I'm like, man, if I'm Kawhi, I'm like, come on, man. I mean, He's out I want some, like, like out here where you kind of sweating. That Lake right. Ontario effect. You know? and, and the wind, you're right, the wind was just always kind of blowing. I can imagine, what is it like in January? Like when that hawk is, and that's the original Bill, hawk. Bill, All-Star Weekend 2016. Remember that? My God, it was... I, I couldn't. I couldn't deal. But I couldn't deal. But but it was. But the adrenaline yeah. of the event. That's what got me by. Right. <laughs> you know? And right. Toronto, it is a beautiful city. Oh, and it is, the people, it's a world class city. And the people, uh, you know, good looking city. I have to say, it is. It's, ah. it's, it's, it's a. <laughs> there you go. What I'm just saying. We'll yeah. just leave that one. Let it stand. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it is. It's, yeah. Uh, but it's just like cold, man. Yeah. Yeah. Though I guess that's so. Why it's New York. Huh? So it's New York. But, but New York is New York. Yeah. New York. Hey, maybe Kawhi will come to New York. What do you think about that? He doesn't want it. You know what? Nobody, nobody. Come you to heard Brooklyn, it here Kawhi. first. You heard it come here to Brooklyn. first. Maybe Brooklyn. Maybe no, him no, and no, Kyrie no, no. to Brooklyn. He's going to come to Manhattan. Manhattan. His uncle does live in Jersey. His yeah. uncle, who's like his father figure, loves, and his business uh-huh. uh, manager. And nobody, in this whole thing is nobody. Brooklyn. Has mentioned, I can see him in Brooklyn. He's, he's a Brooklyn type of guy. The Knicks. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, people don't know what's Nobody's anything. mentioned the Nobody Knicks. Nobody knows anything. I heard that. I heard that. Oh, you did? You I got heard. the source. Okay. That, like, yeah, a source. Uh, tweet that out. You got to tweet that out. Um, or else it, doesn't, it, also, it also doesn't exist. got to tweet it out. I know. Nabati's got his finger. <laughs> Please, wouldn't that be something? The biggest surprise of all, uh, Kawhi Leonard comes to New York, to, comes to the Knicks. And everybody said, nobody saw that coming. Nobody. That's like that left hook from nowhere. So what? And he plays with, let's team it with somebody. Who will he play with? He'll come here. Of his choice, Anthony Davis. Mm. I like and guess that. what? And I can see Kemba because remember Kemba and Kawhi played each other in the Sweet 16, and UConn had the work. Like UConn almost lost that game, and Kemba and, and Kawhi were going at it, and you know competitively. You never know the and respect, that, and, and they were in the same draft, the same wise, draft as well. Personality wise, you can kind of see it because Kemba isn't really about a lot of drama. Right. He's like very enthusiastic, loves the game. Right. You know what are you guys doing over there with Nothing. the microphone? Just, just <laughs> waiting to talk. <laughs> well, no, no, wait for me to finish. <laughs> no. Are you, are you, are you done? <laughs> no, that, that's not what's happening. Yeah. Uh, if you, you can't see us, but we've, we've done something to the mic. But I think Uh-oh, y'all torn. Come, 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 oh, see, that's nah. what they say. <laughs> can't give us nice things. Yeah, come up here, y'all. Can't take, the can't take you nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Nice. So well. thank you, Aaron, for shedding, uh, you know, telling us about uh, Serena. So what, where do we stand on self-made? Is it, a tr- is it ridiculous or think, is it okay? That, depends what you mean by it. That's kind of your thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Depends, it depends, okay. It depends like, what you mean capitalism. by it. You march, you, march, you, yes. you march on that one. Like self-made. But self-made. Yeah, because no one's really be, self-made. Would you, yeah. you want to be a self-made millionaire? I would, would never s- call it that. What would, would you call it? I would thank everyone who, I'd, be, I'd give a shout out to like the team. What if you did it by yourself? 
but I, how could I do it by myself? Exactly. Well, that's, like, what, to, to be, that's what to be found out. Because <laughs> you're going to have to. No, I, think, I'm a, I feel like <coughs> so, implicit and self-made is better, I think. It's like, oh, if you needed help from someone, then it wasn't really... Yeah, I mean everybody. I mean, I would and think I like like, that. like a like someone like Serena playing a, a, a solo sport, right? You know, but then even her, you know, she had coaches, her father, you know. Her everybody. husband is her his husband. Is, he just gave him the picture. I was just joking. True. Well, <laughs> that, but he he could have enhanced that picture. It helps. She had she launched her S oh, uh, line, is. but then May, and Meghan Markle rocks it, and then the thing sells out. Is she on the list? Make she's not on the list. Well, now she's a she's, duchess. Yeah, so. And she's not self-made anymore. Yeah. I don't know if she would have. Honestly, being a duchess is the best thing that ever happened to her. She was an okay actress. but She, she was, was a B. She was a B-list. Yeah. Yeah. You know, did you see the movie Suits? No. Nope. Yeah, it's a series. The, the series, Suits. Check yeah. out Suits. I'm, I'm, and then, you, then what you say is true. The best thing that happened to her was... Oh, yeah. wow. Prince Charles. Wow. Yeah, or Harry. Prince Harry. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, not Charles. <laughs> I'm like, don't get her, don't get her like, in trouble. You heard it here first. Charles is cheating. All right. Okay. So thank you. All right. We this has been this has been a great news. breaking news. Yeah, Aaron. Thank you very much. Listen, guys. Uh, um, I was going to call you LeBron, uh, Jamal. I'll, t- I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 since you'll be in New York, LeBron uh, with Kyrie. Uh, no, LeBron, Kawhi, and Kimba. Well, All Knicks, Knicks. we already know LeBron's scared of New York, so he's not he's not doing it. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, he didn't want to come here. Yeah. So anyway, listen, thank you. It's been a great set. They had much to offer, really. That's you true. Know? Man. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the great Nabate Isles, Aaron Matthewson, Jamal Murphy, uh, Bill Roden, Rose Pod. Thank you guys for this has been another great show. Actually, it really has turned out to be, you know. Very fun. Were you yeah. surprised? Yeah. Well, well, you know, we were kind of winging it while you, you were making your way <laughs> through the subway. But, yeah, it's turned out to be, like, powerful. And, uh, again, to remind everybody what you will be talking about tomorrow, about the series, uh, when you hear it, Nabate Owls, you said people are going to be talking about Toronto's... Blowout victory. Double double digit. Double digit. That's a 12, 13 points. And Jamal? Uh, close Toronto victory. Right? What do you... Warriors. Yeah, there that's what I said. Well, She's said, probably gonna be right. Y'all, y'all probably. Yeah, I said. Right. I said they're gonna be talking about how how uh, the Warriors are playing possum, mm-hmm. and how you know exactly uh, Thompson scored thirty five points Best on one leg ever. on one leg. But but I do hope it goes to Game Seven. Yeah, I think it will. I hope I th- it goes to Game Seven. I think whatever happens, if they win tonight. They ain't going seven. Well, I think whatever happens, these these next two, they're gonna split these next two games. I don't know who's going three or four. Y'all think the series? Y'all think the series is fixed? Next would, segment. Oh wow! we won't. We'll deal with that. Bill, you're one of those. One of what? One of those conspiracy theorists. We'll we'll deal with it <laughs> when we don't have to ask for. Thank you, everybody. Everybody have a great week. All right. God bless. See you next week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.